Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 535, where Drew and I will be talking about comics originally releasing October the 23rd, 2019. Before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday. Drew, I feel like I haven't been here in a long time. I miss you guys. What's going on in comics? Yeah, we have missed you, man. It was yeah. tough. We uh, we skipped a week. We had guest hosts. I did a solo show. While Proud you were of me going. for that, because man, I, I I I hate myself so much that I can't do the solos. It was it was barely it was thirty minutes, which was longer than my last attempt. Yeah, and it what it was um slightly better, um in my opinion. And according to the, our, our initial feedback here, we got there you go. old Rock Langlois who said, Hey Drew, just finished listening to your solo show. I must say that I miss Kyle. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much, sir. <laughs> because you two make such a good team. But I did like your solo effort. So please keep up the good work alone or with Kyle because I enjoy your podcast, guys. Thanks for all those nice hours of listening that you provide me. Rock Langlois. Well... Thank you, Rock. We appreciate the kind words. And yes, uh, it, it's an effort. It's a solo effort. That's what it was. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. Good call. <laughs> um, if Do you remember, Kyle, before you left, we did a show where we talked about calling our list down to this exercise of... Yeah, we can only like, have 12 books or whatnot. Nine. It was nine books. Nine books. books. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, Wade Ledden did it, took a shot at it as well. Uh-huh. And says, apparently, I read a lot of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Calling the list in half was easy. (laughs) But picking the final nine was very tough. I could have just had nine DC superhero books, but that didn't seem like a very good variety. Mm -hmm. So my books, in no particular order, Immortal Hulk, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, Star Wars Dr. Aphra, Batman, Detective, any Batman Black Label. Yeah. Uh, Rick and Morty, Robotech, and You Are Obsolete. Wow, You Are Obsolete gets in there f- after one issue. That, yeah. That's kind of impressive. Um, that's a pretty good list, man. I, I got to say, Wade, that's a pretty darn good list. Um, and it, yeah, it is tough. And who 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 would want to live in a world with only nine comics? Uh. I mean, you'd have to read them multiple times. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, and yeah, keep them coming, guys. So if if um, <coughs> it's basically a top nine list, it's your top yeah. nine. Basically, what it is, it's just it's just your top nine comics that you're reading. Um, but just know that whatever makes your top nine, you ain't get it, you don't get to read nothing else. Yeah, you're not only just giving us your top nine; everything else is dead. Everything else has been destroyed and yeah. wiped from the face of the earth. So, um, good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> it, it's very difficult. Um, the Butcher Queen comic sent us a tweet. Big hey. thank, big thanks to the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast for making Red Five Comics Butcher Queen comic one of their picks of the week. Hashtag make comics. That was nice. <laughs> Very nice. Um, Colin wants to know: Does Moon Knight even have any powers? Oh, <laughs> man. What is this? It's constant. Okay, Moon Knight is like Batman, so he's a billionaire. He is, uh, has martial arts skills. Is... <laughs> so like a, like a meme I saw the other day, Moon Knight's, uh, Moon Knight's secret power is white privilege? <laughs> could be, could be. <laughs> and occasionally when the moon is right, 
he might have a little supernatural edge. Ah. He might have a little something special from Khonshu. Um, but basically, he's Batman. Yeah, so even instead of shooting, throwing batarangs, we throw crescents. Instead of dressing in all black, we're in white. Yeah, it's not it's not super original, but um, I think that's enough Moon Knight bashing. I think you, know, you guys gotta stop. It's starting to hurt. Uh, you didn't like that comic I sent you the other day where he's arguing with Punisher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, John says, "How Jordan's one of my favorite characters." But only 10 issues in, and Green Lantern is now almost under 30,000 copies sold. Has Grant Morrison lost his mojo? He's killing my Green Lantern comic. Ugh, that sucks. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, I stopped reading it after one, because <laughs> I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into that first one. Um, and they were going to relaunch it after 12, so... It, I don't think I don't think issue twelve is out yet, um, but after that they're going to relaunch it as Black Stars, Green Lantern Black Stars, and Grant Morrison will be writing that one as well. So um, maybe maybe it'll change. Um, some people like it, uh, not a lot of people sales wise. Obviously, um, Green Lantern to me is one of those comics that should probably be selling better than that. Mm-hmm. You know, he should be selling a lot higher than that, but maybe not. You know, is he like an Iron Man on Marvel side? It just, I mean, he know. has no presence in either television or movie, unfortunately. So, I mean, yeah, that's nothing, true. Nothing really holding him up. Nothing but that great Ryan Reynolds movie. That yes, there is that, of course. Yes, and like we've all we've said for a while now that when you see Grant Morrison's writing a book, you flip a coin. You'll get good Grant Morrison, great Grant Morrison, or you'll get what? 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 <laughs> what do you wait? What? Grant Morrison. <laughs> That's exactly right. That is exactly right. But yeah, a, a Green Lantern title should not be under thirty thousand. Um, I think Aquaman's heading that way too, though. So, you know, these mainline superheroes. My beloved Nightwing. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's way below, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. If they can invigorate some juice into it. Um, you know, the Justice League sells pretty well. I think it's like in the fifties, isn't it? I believe so. So he's a member. They're members of that team. So you'd think they'd do a little better. But <coughs> is it Hal in the Justice League still? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. Um. But yeah. So we'll. We'll, we'll keep an eye on Black Star to see if that reinvigorates anything. It's a number one, so it might have a little bit of a initial sales juice. But um, if this one's under 30K, then that's probably where that thing's heading as well. And uh, they're going to give it to somebody else. And, and who's a bigger name than Grant Morrison? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you know, somebody needs to take a, take a shot at it, though. Um, Scott asks, with. All the delays and the hiatuses, and now, or hiatus, hiatus I, hiatus, and now no more Walking Dead, and maybe no more Saga for a while. I'm worried about Image. Yeah. Are they going to rebound? What will fill the void? Or does a publisher like IDW or Boom take over third place? All right. Um, I think they're fine. Uh, I don't. Okay. All right. 
I'm finding a lot of the things I looked for in Image in more things like Aftershock and such like this. Yeah, that's um, true. There's some great stuff there. Um, but, you know, there's, I think there's some quality books at Image that, you know, you got Analog. Mm-hmm. I think that's really a solid book. Um, Birthrights nearing 40, issue 40, so is Manifest Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, you got your Deadly Class and Black Science. And what else is... Um, Rick Remender writing, you know, all the stuff that he writes, you know, is, is all, you know, been around for a while. So it's a solid long running title. Uh, you got criminal back again. Criminal's a good one. Um, I like that a lot. Uh, that fair lady lady comic. I really liked it. Of course, mm-hmm. it was, I think it was only five issues. Um, ice cream man, ice cream man could take over and become something that runs for a long time. I, I don't see any reason for it to, I mean, it's basically just an anthology horror series because it could run forever. It doesn't mm-hmm. sell that great, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's on, it's a, like sitting around ten, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, or under. Um, yeah. And then the, the see Kirkman has Outcast in the forties and Oblivion Song almost to twenty, and it's they're not selling great. They're selling good, but nothing like what Walking Dead was. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have some Kirkman there. Uh, of course, I like stuff like Outpost Zero. Nobody else does. I like stuff like Postal. Nobody else does. Um, you've got some of the long-running uh, things from the original creators, like Spawn and Savage Dragon still yeah. around. So Spawn's 300-plus now, and Savage Dragon's in the mid-200s. Um, so they'll always be around. And then you've got all those... They won't always be around, but yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. We thought Walking Dead would always be around. Um, you got the Mark Millar stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Sharky, but that's never... Hunters. You know, Mark Millar stuff is never going to be more than 4 to 12 issues. Yeah, that's true. He gets in, he gets out. But there's always something going on. He's always got some idea out yeah. there. Um, so that kind of invigorates life into the the publisher. Mm-hmm. But always ha- having that name, so I would imagine. I would imagine there would have been a a, a frickin' Brian K. Vaughn filler book by now. Yeah. I'm really surprised there isn't hasn't been one. Um, yeah, uh, something like Snot Girl, I really like, but oh, it yeah. sells under ten. Um, so there's, you know, a couple dozen books, uh, quality books, uh, depending on your definition mm-hmm. of, uh, and then of sales. Some some sell. In in the double digits and some selling the single digits, so you know they're not going to be Walking Dead, but I think there's enough quality stuff there. I mean, I like your, I'll, I basically read everything under the Skybound imprint. I basically mm-hmm. read all that, and there's always going to be new stuff coming in. Hopefully, that. But I think you're right, Kyle. There's way more competition now. Yeah. Um, Image used to be the destination. And now I think people are finding landing spots at an aftershock, an ahoy, wherever, mm-hmm. and they're just as happy. Yeah, they're using uh, essentially the image model, but doing it outside of it. Yeah, I'm guessing they're getting some kind of creator-owned terms mm-hmm. uh, at some of those other places. And all right, and yeah, there's, so there's a lot more quality uh, landing spots for these these big name creators to yeah. go besides just image. So I still think they're going to have third place locked up. I don't think 
I mean, IDW, unless they have some kind of license in their back pocket, they're going to get, you know, Boom and Dark Horse and IDW and Dynamite. They're all reliant on licensed properties. And uh, no matter what, you, you know, the quality of a licensed property, for the most part, is never that great. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and then you're very beholden to those licenses running their course and, I, I can't imagine that any of those publishers could take over the third spot from Image. Yeah, I think they'll keep their third spot for a, for the the yeah. near future, but they're they're a shell of what they were not yeah. five years ago. Yeah, in the days of me assuming they could they could take over the second spot from from DC are long gone. Yeah, that is never going to happen now. Um, maybe it never was, but. As DC was dipping below twenty, and Image was going into fifteen percent, uh, it was it was I could almost see it happening, but um, no, it's never going to happen now. They just don't have the big names. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. Those are some good questions, some great feedback. We appreciate that sort of thing. Uh, you can email us uh, anytime you want. Comics for fun and profit at gmail.com. With any questions you have, we'd love to hear what you have to say. You can reach reach us at our go to our website, comicsfunprofit.com, where you can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, and you can reach reach out to us that way as well if that's easier for you. Um, we love to hear it. And if you want to drop us a little donation to keep our podcast going, uh, there's a link in the show notes to do so. Um, we haven't received anything for a little while so if you want to test that make sure it's still working <laughs> send us a couple bucks to help pay the server costs and uh all that stuff that is greatly appreciated um before we move on let's take a look at comicron who's a little late this month uh feels like it's at least a week maybe two weeks late than where they're supposed to be this is it's the 18th of october and it's usually the What's that, first or second Friday that we get this top ten information? Yeah, usually by the second. Yeah, so um, this is uh, uh, September numbers coming in. Um, just the top ten for right now. Next week, though, we'll have the full numbers after the embargo is lifted. Um, comics were up uh, versus August, so September was a better month than August. Uh, 10% higher in in comic sales, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, September of this year is better than September of last year. 5% more comics sold this year than last year's September. Um, year to date, still down, uh, down 3% year to date, um, up to 2019 versus 2018. Uh, this quarter versus last quarter is up 8%, so that's good. Um, and our and our quarter comparisons are about the same. So third quarter versus third quarter of last year is about the same. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, once again, uh, Marvel crushes 45.5% of comics sold. DC sells almost 30%, 29.15%. Image in third place, 8.32%. Uh, then we have Dark Horse, um, an IDW and dynamite and boom all in the two to three percent range none of them beating none of them crusting three 
Uh, IDW was the closest at 2.92. And then Viz, Oni, Archie, uh, under one, and uh, everybody else adds up to that final 5% um, of all the other publishers. So just, just Marvel and DC together. What is that? 75% of the industry is just superhero big two books. Yep. Um, and 25% for everybody else. Um, <laughs> pretty sad. Uh, we have our top 10. And at the top spot, we have Spawn 300. Congratulations. Good old Spawn. Yeah. Um, and then his when Spawn 301 made uh, Todd McFarlane a record holder for the most creator-owned comics, uh, longest-running creator-owned comic ever, 301 issues. So congratulations to him on that. Uh, but, yeah, his Spawn 300 at $8 took the top spot. So good on you there. Yeah. Um, followed by Spider-Man number one. This is the J.J. Abrams and Henry Abrams uh, written um, book. Sarah Bocelli, I think, doing the art there. It came in at second place. And then we got a whole, <laughs> a whole slew of House of X and Powers of X, uh, number four and number five issues, all four of them in a row, followed by uh, Doomsday Clock at seven, uh, Absolute Carnage at three, Absolute Carnage number three at eight, uh, deceased, a good day to die, coming in um, at nine. Uh, that's the first issue of the the next one, I guess. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. And then um, Harleen, uh, number one, rounding out the top ten, uh, which was uh, kind of a surprise. That's an eight dollar book as well. So. Yeah, the Black Label book. Yeah. Um, so, what do we think of all that? What do we think uh, Spawn did? Eight dollar book, non big two. I don't think it hit half a mil. Oh no, I'm thinking closer to three hundred. You think it did three hundred? Yeah, two eighty. Yeah. Okay, I was I was gonna think it might. There's be like fifty six covers. That's true. That's true. I was gonna go two hundred thousand for sure. All right, two hundred thousand. I'll go over. Um, and then. Spider-Man, I'm guessing that's maybe 125. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Um, I'm thinking all the House and Powers, though, are like in the 90s or they're well, over 100. The last House and Powers of 10 um, were... They were all over 100, right? They were all over. Yeah. Yeah. So this is... But Doomsday Clock is no longer over 100, is it? It was. Oh, it was? Yeah. But I don't okay. but they're right on the line, so I just it's it's what dipped what didn't dip. Well, I don't think Absolute Carnage number three is. No, I wouldn't think so. And Although it think... had a great issue one, it you know. Yeah. So this is three issues <coughs> past. Two I'll issues go, past. I'll that. go down through six. I don't I think Doomsday Doomsday jumped under. You think Doomsday dropped under? Yeah, and I'll think I, I keep people talking keep Hearing people talking about the House of X and Powers of Ten books, so I think they're actually gaining speed. Yeah, everybody everybody seemed to have really liked it. Um, I missed I missed out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so did all and all this led into the new X Men launch, right? Correct. And did you read that 
by any chance? No, I just, have not. Just just came out this week. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm not on the bubble. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, glanced at it. And yeah, not for me. <laughs> so I'm kind I'm kind of glad I set out Powers of X and House of X. I just don't. I don't think I'm that Powers good. of Ten. It's actually not X. Right. I know. I just, I, I, it's just dumb when I read it. Okay. They look alike, so I, I pronounce them alike. Completely with you. Um, but yeah, I just, I think, I just don't think I'm the right type of X Men fan. Uh, I'm, I'm, I like that Bendis, that all new, all new X Men Bendis. And I like mm-hmm. some of X Men Blue. Um, you like so, Red when it was out. Yeah, I liked Red. That was Tom Taylor, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I like, I liked some, but. I just I'm not I don't think I'm hardcore enough to really enjoy this stuff. How dare you? I know, right? So I'm going to take top all all the top 7 books are over 100,000. Oh cool, you're going Doomsday as well. I'm going to take Doomsday as well and say nice. that Carnage absolute Carnage dip below that Mendoza line for us. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And I can see a world where all 10 of them are, but I I don't think so. Yeah, cuz I think it was last month there were <coughs> 8. 8 yeah. of the top 10 were. Yeah. Um, we take a look at the trades and graphic novels. We've got uh, Batman Damned, probably with without Wang. I'm guessing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Censored. Uh, that takes the top spot. Umbrella Academy, Volume Three, at second slot. Uh, Paper Girls, Volume Six. Is that the that's the final probably, volume. That's got to be finishing it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, Monstrous, Volume Four. Immortal Hulk, Volume 4. A Killing Joke hardcover we talked about a couple times. Yep, mm. yep. Heroes in Crisis, then Killing Joke hardcover. Um, Batman, Volume 10. Batman, Nightwalker. Is that an OGN? And then the Joker, his greatest yeah. jokes. Uh, uh, Nightwalker, I don't know if I'm familiar no, I'm, with that. I'm not familiar with it either. So, no big surprise there. Um no, no Walking Dead, but there'll be a probably an omnibus or something mm-hmm. that shows up on there, or yeah, yeah, or the compendium. It'll show up there pretty soon. Yeah, but pretty good list, list of stuff. <coughs> oh yeah. Um, for uh, to for Marvel to grab that monstrous lead, uh, that it had to ship 142 items. Almost a hundred of them were comics. But DC was not far behind. They shipped 83 comics and over 100 things total. So between trades and comics. Uh, Image shipped 42. Uh, Dark Horse 19. IDW 25. Boom did 18. Dynamite did 15. Archie sh- shipped 11 comics last hey. month. That seems like a lot for them. Uh, well, we've got all the, the hungers and the... the... The, oh yeah, that's true. That's true. whatever they are. So I'm even forgetting one. Yeah. So the total of 831 items you could have read and purchased uh, for last month, and uh, 443 of them were comics. I did not read a large percentage of the 443 comics that shipped. Yep. So 831 options. We're asking you to pare it down to nine and tell us where they are. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a one percent basically. Yeah, no doubt. That's pretty amazing. All right, let's um let's shift gears and get over to the FOC since 
Our good buddy Eric was nice enough to get it to us early. <coughs> yeah, excellent. We, of course, got the FOC, which is our final order cutoff. Uh, we're be being given an additional bite of the apple from whenever you're hearing us or seeing it up until that uh, Monday at noon uh, to either add some things to your list or take some things away or whatever it would be. Kind of edit that order. Um, Drew and I, of course, always seem to be adding uh, our friends at Cowabunga always give us a nice little curated list that we love to read to you. And uh, Eric pulls out a few things to the top that pique his interest. And the one of the things is from DC Comics, the Dowell House family, number one, Mike Carey, Joe Hill. We talked about that, uh, I think, because it was a uh, free comic or a uh, free comic book day book or something like that. Can't oh, yeah. That. Local comic shop day. <coughs> That's what it was. was. We also have Jeff Lemire writing the question, or question the deaths of Vic Sage, number one from DC. Uh, we have Family Tree from Image Comics, another Jeff Lemire, and from Marvel we have Morbius, number one, by uh, written by Vita Ayala. I don't see Morbius, the living vampire, on this one. We're just at Morbius now. Hmm. Uh, that a Family Tree looks pretty interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good old Phil Hester. Mm-hmm. All right, as we dig a little deeper into the FOC, let's start and see what Dark Horse has to offer. Uh, they're wrapping up that um, Justice League crossover book with Black Hammer, fifth issue's out. Um, that, was, that was better than I thought it was going to be. I, I've enjoyed it. That's it, really. Yeah, nothing else. Don't care about the Umbrella Academy Christmas book. Mm -mm. All right, let's see about DC. We got Batman's Grave number two. Warren Ellis book. You can read um, Blackest Night for a dollar hey. if you want to, or sixty cents even. If you never read that. Oh, look at this Far Sector first issue. Um, it's a... It's a lantern book. It's a... What? It's a lantern book. Oh, is it? <coughs> yep. From the New Animals imprint. It's a science fiction writer who's doing it. And it's a Yeah, it's a Young Animals imprint, so I'm probably not going to check it out. I'm but if you do, it's a, it's a 12-issue series. Yeah, I do like them uh, being a little more upfront with the miniseries and maxi series numbering. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. Glad they do that. I don't. Maybe they figured out over time that it really doesn't matter. Um, doesn't hurt sales that much. Yeah. Because they used to say that if if people knew it was a miniseries, they wouldn't buy it. I, I I had that as one of my hard and fast rules at one point. See, there you go. Yeah. So you were the reason that they did that. It's, it's very possible. Um, so are you doing this question, the deaths of Vic Sage book? Uh, I think I overlooked it entirely. I don't know the question that much. Okay. But if you look for artists, we've got Bill Sinkovich. On the first one or the second? The variant? Writing the insides. Oh, he's, 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 doing, he's the interior artist. Yeah. So I really missed out. Yep. 
It's expensive. Six ninety nine. DC Black Label Prestige Plus. Yeah, they are all that much. What aren't they? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Nothing else in DC for me. Got a nice Adam Hughes variant on Superman 17. Always nice. Yeah. Something to look out for. All right. Let's head on down to IDW. Some more Dungeons and Dragons relaunch there as an issue one. Big Hero okay. 6, the series, relaunching here. Uh, it's the 35th anniversary of Usagi Ojimbo. And so it's landing on issue 6 of the colorized version that a different <laughs> publisher. Which is weird. You know, it's, it's strange that they're doing that, but I guess it's fine. It's yeah. Kind of, it's, you know, that's, it is what it is. They didn't manufacture anything. And it's still a $4 book. Yeah, and they didn't change the price. Not great. Unlike door. Uncle Scrooge 50, <laughs> uh, they jacked that sucker up to $6. <laughs> All right, down to image. And, of course, that we talked about family tree number one there. Reaver already at number five, so that's pretty cool. We had been saying for a while that Spawn 301 was a book to make sure you picked up. Don't just stop at 300. Sure enough, going to a second print. Uh, mm -hmm. A nice new cover, maybe? Maybe. Is it... Dude with the crown. Her. Picture of her. Yes, exactly. Oh, this might be... Yeah, yeah. If that's her on the cover, you're going to want that. No, it's not. It's not. But, uh... Yeah, I wonder if this is an homage to, yeah, the record-breaking. I don't know if that was on 301 before, so this is a record-breaking issue. That's why you got the crown. Yeah. That's clever. Longest-running creator-owned comic book in history. So it may be worth making sure you get this second print of 301 um, just because it's the uh, record-breaking issue. Yeah. And, yeah. Did they, they, did they not put that on the original 301? I don't believe they did. I don't think they, they did either. Interesting. You're right. That's that is interesting. Yeah. That would be a good one to go and get uh, signed. Mm -hmm. Nothing else left for me in image. All right. If that's the case, let's head on down to Marvel, where Black Cat's got an annual and a great J. Scott Campbell cover yeah. for the cover A. That's which awesome. Is a lovely little wedding cover. Always so well. Well, always sought after. Ah, that's one to think about. Yeah, Black Cat in white. Black Cat and J. Scott Campbell. Pretty good. Fallen Angel, number one. I'm guessing the DX one is the actual cover. A. Hey. Brian Edward Hill, yeah. writing. We uh, the the actual cover A, uh, an Ashley Witter cover, my friend. For Fallen Angels. Yep. You're kidding me. Well, she's pregnant now, so I'm, I'm not. Yeah, she's dead to me. Oh wow. <laughs> Psylocke finds herself in this new world of mutant kind, unsure of replacing it, but when a face from her past returns, only to be killed, she seeks help from others 
who feel similar to get who feel similar to get vengeance. Cable That's and Cable Three join Quanon for a personal mission that could jeopardize all of mutant kind. Quanon. Quanon. Not to be used with quinine, which they believe is in club soda. Yeah, and there's a uh, Liefeld hidden gem variant, and uh, might be one of the last Liefeld books for Marvel because he just said he's l- done with Marvel and he's never going to work for them again. Dead them. We've got hidden feet and everything. Pouches all over the place. That's a good one to get if you're getting one. Cable. He's <laughs> pouches. Marvel's Doctor Pouch. Strange number one. Stanley Roy Thomas Chris Claremont. Eight dollar book of a bunch of old stories dating back as far as nineteen fifty one. Hmm. Okay. So this is one of those eightieth anniversary. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Of course, Morbius it's just a really small audience. These these appeal to. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And an even smaller audience who wants the uh, deep variant for those. Yeah, I would think so. Um, Punisher Soviet number one is Garth Ennis written P- Punisher. So, with Jason Burroughs doing the art, and if you remember, I love some Jason Burroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am all <coughs> on this one. And super excited about it, and I hope it's good. Well, if that's the case, then you're going to do cover B, because Jason's doing the cover on that one. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. No wonder you love Jason Burroughs, both Moon Knight and Crossed in his background. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my goodness. How could you not? <laughs> uh, that's a good cover, right? That's true. It's very nice. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a beauty. Yeah. That is a beauty. We talked Too earlier. bad it's a $40 cover. <laughs> I'm just saying it's pretty. It is pretty. Of course, House of X number one. We talked about uh, the fifth print of issue one. Now the third print of issue four. The second print of issue six. Wow. And and they're soliciting the hardcover House of X, Powers of Ten, together in one hardcover. Issue one through six of each of those. That's not bad for thirty no, bucks. No, that's that's twelve issues for thirty bucks. Yep, that's not bad. Yep. If you jump in, and early, it's a hardcover. Yeah, hardcover. And if it's as groundbreaking as everybody says, holy cow! That second that second one's a really cool cover. I've seen them. That's that's the connecting variant they've put together for the hardcover. Maybe because I know on cover A it wasn't final artwork. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, how are you going to read House of X Powers of Ten? I've, I've started a couple. That's so, twelve yeah. issues. Yeah, that's a agree. lot. That's a lot of commitment for you. I'm going to buzz through them just because people talked about the grand groundbreaking, and then the the one character who you know goes into a situation and dies and all that seems yeah. interesting. And tell now. me all about it. Tell and me then, all about it when you read it. And then the ten year, hundred year, thousand year thing all seems pretty cool. So, I'm going to finish her up. It's Hickman, right? Yep. Yeah, he and I don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. <laughs> uh, so I want. I'm, I'm, it's up to you. You've got to convince me to read it. Gotcha. It's all on you. I will give you the cliff notes when I'm done. X Men number two. You talked about number one. Uh, go out, grab number one, and then by Monday, pre-order number two. Why do I care about Tomb of Dracula number ten? <clears throat> That's Blade. Oh, okay. Okay. 
And we got a new blade coming. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm impressed with myself that I knew that without even clicking on it. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty sweet. All right, down into the booms. What's this folk lords? Folk lords? Folk lords? Oh, Matt, Matt Kent, Matt Smith art. From Narnia to Harry Potter, we've seen our heroes leave the real world for a fantasy world. But in Ansel's world of monsters and magic, he's haunted by visions of our world with tailored suits and modern technology. That looks great. Yeah, that looks really cool. And Matt Smith, uh, that's great art. Look at that. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Oh, and we've got a Dan Mora variant. Let me click on that beast. Ooh. You need to be reading Once in Future if you like for the Dan Mora art alone. I know. I was I was on the cutting edge of that. I told that's you. That's true. That's true. But did you read it? Oh. Uh, it's really great. I hear that. I hear that. All right. Done with Boom. Off to Vault. We've got Black Stars Above, number one. Lonnie Nadler, Jenna Chaw. Lonnie Nadler sounds familiar. Marvelous X Men and the Dregs. The Dregs, okay, okay. And this is the debut art from Jenna Chaw. <coughs> Jenna Chaw. Um, it's from eighteen eighty seven. It's an old, old, old tale. And that's about it, but there's some stuff there that I might be picking up. Oh, yeah. Um, everybody who's listening to me, get that second. We're going to spawn 301. You're, you're telling them to do it, but yeah. you are not going to do it? Or you oh, are going to? Yeah, yeah, get one. You really want one? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So when it comes, you're not going to pretend like you forgot, and I got, I'm going to be on the hook for a $3.50 book. Correct. <laughs> All right. Ordered. <laughs> That's it, man. Let's move on to... So, wait, are you jumping on this uh, Sinkovich thing with the, the question? Or are you just saying, I missed no. it, I missed it, I missed it? I, I said I missed it. I, I'm thinking about uh, Black Cat's annual. Um, I'm kicking, <coughs> I'm kicking that around because I think I may have missed that during the the cycle. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a Folklords because I think I missed that during pre-order cycle. Um, I'm going to get a Punisher Soviet because I don't know if I knew that was Jason Burroughs and Garth Ennis or not. I must have missed that. There you go. So I got a bunch that I'm thinking about. I'm not sure about Spawn 301, even though you're guaranteeing that's it's, it's a Kyle guarantee. Yeah, it's the lead pipe lock, my brother. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's tempting. <laughs> I love uh, how your voice is like, yeah. When was your last lead pipe lock? I'm uh, trying one, to think. Once in future. Once in future was pretty good. Mm. That was a good call. So yeah, yeah. I have to think about that one. You do. That. Um, that's that's enough FOC. Let's hide. Let's hop over and see what uh, eBay's got going on. The good folks at uh, Cover Price have collected a top ten of the hottest <coughs> eBay comic selling books. Uh, number one is Ghost Rider, number 28. Uh, this book is the first appearance of Lilith and the Midnight Suns. It's selling raw only for about double cover for seven bucks. Um, but 28 of them have moved. So there you go. Hmm. Uh, number two is Wolverine, number one from 1982. 
selling for 40 bucks. It's a classic Wolverine solo s- series, and um, the graded 998s are selling for two and a quarter. And 26 of them have moved this this month or this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 1988 Wolverine is the first Wolverine ongoing series and is considered a key issue. Its average is selling at um, $27 with a graded 98 going for $150. Um, this is the first appearance of Patch as well. And they're attributing a lot of this stuff to uh, the House of X, Powers of Ten, resurgence in interest in uh, Wolverine mm-hmm. X-Men um, the Joker year of the villain number one the Bolin variant uh, is number four 44 of those were sold this week around 50 bucks a pop it's hard to find and Diamond and DC did not ship all of them out for some uh. reason um, Powers of Ten number six the Decades variant it's a, it's it's a variant for this popular issue. It's only selling for $11 on average, but 21 of them moved. The Absolute Carnage Immortal Hulk is a holdover from last week. was also hot last week. It's mm. still hot. 25 of them moved, averaging $55 a piece. And the 9.8s are coming in, and they're going for 150 9.8s already? Yeah, there's already 9.8s on that. Um, there's the uh, Spawn 301 Virgin... McFarlane variant. Yeah, so it's a take. So it was one of the deep ratios for three hundred one. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's got so the it's crown. Not, new. not necessarily new art. Not necessarily new art, but it's a <laughs> landmark spawn issue. This is the variant for it. It's going for sixteen bucks, um, and you can get that as a second print for three dollars. There you go. Uh, Powers of Ten number two <coughs> is the reveal of Moira's Moira's many lives. And uh, it's selling for eleven dollars. Twenty-four of them sold this week. Uh, the Scott Snyder Charles Soul Undiscovered Country, which I really enjoyed that first issue, has a New York Comic Con black and white variant selling for fifty bucks. Fifteen of them sold this week, and of course that thing has already been optioned. And there's a New York Comic Con version of Ghost Riders number one. Uh, that people are clamoring for. 22 of them sold for an average of 28 bucks, uh, But this is a Comic-Con variant. Yeah, but only limited to 1500 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So there's some good stuff. I love how this list kind of moves around and shakes sh- shakes up every every week. It doesn't, it's not always the same stuff, which mm-hmm. um, is cool. It's, uh, they, I think they do a good job of... Um, Kind of shaking things up and not just showing the same things every every week. I appreciate the yeah, the work yeah. that they put in. And that uh, Ghost Rider number one, that New York Comic Con version, I believe, glows in the dark. Ah, that's that's cool. Yeah. It's time for a sneak peek. All right, let's head over to previewsworld.com. Find October twenty third, two thousand nineteen. I'm going to click down and make it a table view, and let's start where we love to start. Let's start in image. You're not rusty at all, Kyle. It's just like you've yeah, never left. Yeah, like I've done this. Ah, we talked a lot about safe sex. Number one, number one going to a second print. Very cool. new cover. Yep, new cover. Or Very was that nice. the B cover? Oh, mm, that I don't know. <clears throat> not the cover I I ordered. Correct. Mm. 
and uh, very 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 short week for uh, image, isn't it? Yeah, we have five weeks in October. So ah, this could this right. could be the dropper, and of course, Sharky Bounty Hunter number six of six. This is the last issue of that. If you've been reading it, finish her up. Count Crowley, reluctant monster hunter here in Dark Wars now. Actually, I didn't like that when I read the solicit, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, not much in Dark Horse. Done to IDW. Yeah. Let's take a look at DC. Yep. Dollar Comics Swamp Thing number one. The old Len Wine. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. Um, the old Sean Murphy, Batman, Curse of the White Knight, number four. Uh, I hope he does these in, for Infinity. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he has lots of ideas. His art style meshes really well with this futuristic alt Batman. I love it. Keep doing this. Interesting how they, they launched uh, the Naomi hardcover as Season 1. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean it's <coughs> not that far from being optioned? Yeah. Or has it already been optioned? Uh, that I don't know. I assume it already has, but I don't know. Yeah. I can see that working pretty mm-hmm. well. That's that Swamp Thing giant that was in Walmart, right? Yes. I've enjoyed most of these Walmart books. Uh, they're pretty good quality stuff. Uh, the uh, Red Hood 39, the Year of the Villains cover is a very cool cover. I like. Is this, um? oh, it's Kenneth Rocafort now, not um, Yasmin Putri. Mm-hmm. Down to Marvel. Absolute Carnage 1 going to a 5th, 2 going to a 3rd, 3 going to a 2nd. Jesus. We're launching Amazing Mary Jane. Uh, Leah Williams doing the writing. Carlos Gomez on interiors, and that's a Umberto Ramos cover. But it's an Art Germ cover, B. So that's really where we should be focusing our attention <laughs> Spider-Man full circle which one's that one Nick Spencer Jonathan Hickman and more a $10 Oh it's the thing where they uh take take a script um start the script somebody mails the script to somebody else uh. and they they do a page or two or something like that, and it goes around Robin, and then gets uh, illustrated. Gotcha. They stole that from that other book that did that. Yeah, Commandy Challenge. Yeah, Commandy Challenge. Yeah, it's kind of like that, which sounds is probably what I should have said. At the it beginning. sounds exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was more like issue to issue. Uh, oh yeah, okay. I'll give you that. So I'll this is that. just like one collaborative thing where they're writing in a circle of some sort. Gotcha. 
it's a thought exercise, which we're I'm not I'm not interested. Yeah. Speaking of not interested, I'm not finding anything else in here I really like. That's the twenty fifth Immortal Hulk, and that's a big deal. Yeah. Um. Well, at least according to Al Ewing, you know he's he made a big deal about it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is yeah. The, yeah. And I I FOC'd a couple of the breaker of worlds. Yes. So um. I I think it's I think this is a special one <clears throat> even at six bucks. Um, I think this is the one you want to have this week. Yeah, with an Alex Ross cover to boot. Yeah. Yep. And you can always get that Incredible Hulk number one facsimile edition, which yeah. is very nice. Very cool. You probably won't own that original issue. I know I won't. <laughs> uh, the first, uh, that King Thor um, first issue went to a second printing, which is pretty cool. More Esad Ribic. Marauders, that's more X-Men stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the Spider-Man goes to a second printing. The J.J. Abrams. That's what was really fun. I really enjoyed the second issue just as much. You can get all the uh, chips of dark heat. Chip. Zadarsky Spider-Man life story in a trade paperback there for twenty five. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm toying with uh, with yeah, going back to that. I I thought it started strong and then it kind of lost its way, but mm-hmm. uh, I might give it another shot. That's enough for me in uh, Marvel. All right, down to Dynamite, which looks like it has nothing. So down to Boom, which looks like it has nothing. So let's head on to our smaller publishers. Yeah. Uh, what is B and V Friends Forever Supernatural? Betty and Veronica. Oh, uh, okay, forget it. Uh, third issue of Bad Reception. The first two issues have been great. It's the Wando Aftershock book. Yep. About nomophobia. The fear of not having your phone. Yep. Exactly. Here we have Money Shot, number one, Vault Comics, Tim Seeley, Sarah Beatty on this one. That's nice. In the near future, space travel is ludicrously expensive and largely ignored. Enter Christine Okamapos, inventor of the Starshot teleportation device. Her big idea is she travels to new worlds, engage intimately with local aliens, and film her exploits for a jaded Earth populace trying to find some... Something new on the internet. Sexy alien stuff. So it's alien porn. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, and then we got these $6 black bags as well. Hmm. Uncivilized Comics launched something called My Dog Ivy by Gabrielle Bell. Who did the writing and the art? And um, <laughs> my dog Ivy asterisk. It's not my dog. <laughs> is that what that says? Yeah. Um, so it's not a four ninety nine book. It's just a flat five books. Five bucks. They're not messing around. Yeah. Um, but this looks like a slice of life book. 
and probably something that I would like more than you, probably, Kyle. Yeah. We have Unbound, number one. Of course, one of those Zenoscope books, one of five. The fourth issue of Second Coming. I have not been paying attention to either. its secondary market, but I have been reading this. And my letter is in issue three in the back. And, of course, from Aftershock, you are obsolete number two. Very cool. It's a good book. All right, Drew, this is the podcast where I ask you for your pick of the week. What's the one thing to make sure you're going to your local shop, comic book shops, even on this fifth Wednesday of the month to get, Drew, what is your pick? I think you got to get that um, Immortal Hulk 25. There you go. I'm torn between a couple of them. It's tough, especially if it's if this is the bad week. Yeah. Which I don't think it is. It's yeah. not too bad. We've heard good things about you are obsolete, so of course, you know, we want to make sure get number two there. That one's gonna be tough. And I, I like the idea of money shots number one, so I'm gonna say money shots number one. That's the Tim Seeley book? Yep. What's the publisher on that? Oh, I just clicked off of it, so give me Sorry. A second. Sorry. That is Vault. Vault. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Money Shot and Immortal Hulk. <coughs> yep. Good list. We did good. We're great. <laughs> <laughs> great to have you back, Kyle. There you go. And uh, the, the cover B on the Money Shot is very reminiscent of like the old-style Marvel books and reminds me a lot of the old Power Pack issue one. Oh. That's made, but it also has the moniker of the world's filthiest comic magazine. <laughs> okay. So, just something there. So, we want to thank you guys for tagging along with Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself through episode number 535 as we went through comics coming out on October 23rd, 2019. It's good to be back. I've missed you guys. Make sure you send us in any feedback, anything you think of, if we missed something this week, or if I'm dumb for picking the things I did, or perhaps my brother's just as dumb as I am. Let <laughs> us know. Um, if you haven't, if you're listening to us on iTunes and you haven't left a five-star review, I'd appreciate it if you did that. Just move us a little higher on the podcast ranks. Uh, we appreciate you. So, for Drew and for myself, see ya. <laughs>